Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Ken Moore, and on this edition of Arkansas AgCast, we're going to be talking Arkansas tomato production and the importance of horticulture production in southeast Arkansas. I'm in Warren in Bradley County with the man that I kind of consider Mr. Tomato in Arkansas, John Gavin. He's the staff chair of the Bradley County Cooperative Extension Service. And as I'm visiting with him, we're we're right on the uh, cusp of the annual Pink Tomato Festival and the Pink Tomato Harvest down here in this part of the state. Kind of got a little bit of a late start with the crop again this year due to some weather conditions. And, John, just talk about uh, the status of the tomato production uh, as we approach the festival this weekend. You know, we are off to a later crop uh, because of cool weather in April. Uh, but now as we approach uh, the tomato season, the traditional opening of the markets and whatnot, our tomatoes have caught up. The, the uh, exceptionally warm weather, both daytime and nighttime temperatures in May, has allowed us to catch up nearly to where we would normally say a traditional begin, beginning of harvest. Uh, we are just right before the, the, the Pink Tomato Festival, and we are seeing some color on the vines, and some producers have started harvesting in small volumes. So it's a great time uh, when you start seeing some color, uh, especially when you see it float out in the communities as people uh, start buying tomatoes on the farms that's coming in. One thing I've learned in recent years was the importance of heirloom tomatoes. Uh, talk about the popularity of those, the growing popularity of heirlooms, and what makes them so special. Well, heirlooms are, are something, I guess, uh, uh, for locally that we've taken for granted. We, we always raise some of the older varieties. Uh, when you're in this area, it's a tomato area, so we still call some of the old ones we raised in the 50s and 60s as some of our favorites. And I think that is something that is catching on all over the nation. Uh, we have looking, we are looking more into the flavor of tomatoes instead of the uh, visible uh, perfection of a tomato, as you would see in a traditional grocery store. It's got to be perfect, round, smooth. And heirlooms are not that way. They're, they look rough, but they taste great. And it is a catching thing, and you see more and more people growing heirlooms as a niche market in addition down here to their a traditional commercial crop. We have uh, five or six growers that will include some type of heirlooms to be sold. Again, most of those sales are on-farm sales. They're not made through the, 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 the wholesale market. But again, wholesale, on-farm wholesale or on-farm sales is very important to our growers. And uh, they're happy to provide the heirloom tomatoes. I know the Cherokee purple is one that I, you know, enjoy and comes to mind immediately for me. And there's many other varieties. And uh, local residents and the visitors to your farmers markets, they'll look for those, won't they? They will. They'll. They'll. People will drive out of their way to get a good taste in tomato, whether it's a, a Bradley or a Traveler or a Cherokee purple, uh, because people have become so ingrained now that it's it's the flavor it's the quality uh, the experience of eating a good tomato versus trying to have something uh, for color on the side of a plate or on a sandwich they're really bucking for flavor 
Just talk about, in, in real general terms, the importance uh, and the uh, economic value of tomato production down here in the three-county area, Bradley, Drew, Ashley counties. Are you continuing to see that commercial uh, uh, production and the economic value uh, stabilize? I know it's been a huge economic driver for, for several decades. Yes, uh, you know, tomato production is following suit like uh, any uh, crop production. Uh, and generally, over the years, you end up with fewer farmers as the people of one and two acres uh, get out because they don't feel like they can economically produce enough tomatoes to make it worth their while. But when they do, those acreage are somehow reassorbed by people that are still producing. So our acreage has been very steady over the last 10, 15 years, around eight, 850 acres here in the Tri-County area. And uh, so our acreage has stayed the same. We've shrunk in the number of farmers. But we've also seen increase farm size, especially where there's fathers and sons still farming together. So, uh, you know, in our three areas, we produce uh, tomatoes uh, that's in our area is worth around 6 to $8 million dollars. Uh, which isn't exceptionally large when you look at it on a statewide basis of the economic input of tomatoes in all in the Arkansas economy. When you look at it in our three counties, uh, it's a big deal. It's a good shot in the arm, and it's all local, and that rolls over in the community two, three times. Uh, there's a lot of employment of our young people on these tomato farms while they pack it helps them, give them spending money, give them a little work ethic, improve work ethics to start farming. So it, it plays a major role down here. We, uh, we really wouldn't know what to do if, if it just vanished. Well, it's just such a part of the culture of this part of Arkansas, in especially Bradley and Drew counties. And as you were telling me a little bit earlier, many of these tomato growers are diversifying into other crops. Yes, I think uh, it's it's diversification is what it's going to take to uh, stay economically sound on their farm. If you just have one product, people will buy one product. But if you can offer a wider selection, they may come to your farm looking for that one product, a box of tomatoes. But as they see what else is there on the packing shed and the, the watermelons, the cantaloupes, the peppers, uh, the pinto beans, it just, while they're there now, they will buy that stuff too. And, of course, that goes back into what we was talking about, heirloom, on-farm production, homegrown. Uh, it's a completely wonderful, uh, I hate to say craze, because I don't want it to be temporarily. I hope it's an ongoing thing that will grow, is to come in, Meet your farmer that's growing your produce and pick it out by your own hands and take home and enjoy it. Now that we're kind of getting into production, how long does a tomato season typically last? I know with technology and high tunnels, uh, many growers are extending their seasons now. Uh, Our growers have not yet uh, gone the route of high tunnels. It may be something that they can look at into the future to extend harvest range and cash flow on the farm. But it does add a lot of uh, of selection and uh, variability of what you can grow in high tunnels in addition to what you you grow in the field. You know, normally our harvest starts the first week in June and will continue through uh, the middle of July. Uh, After that, that's pretty much the commercial market has closed, but we still have tomatoes in the field. So it's liable to go into the er uh, early August where you can still come down and and enjoy tomatoes. there's farmers all over the county, and, and you can uh, acquire their names by getting hold of our local Chamber of Commerce people and 
and come down and have that on-farm experience. John, thank you for talking about the tomato production and what's going on down here in Bradley County for a few minutes. I've been with John Gavin, the staff chair of the Bradley County Cooperative Extension Service.